here we are on a Sunday afternoon. On Mother's uh, Day. It's Mother's Day. Happy oh, yeah. Mother's Day to everybody's mothers. Yep. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is going to be posted two weeks from now. Different. Okay. Two weeks from now, it won't be Mother's Day anymore at all, but no. it, it, uh, it's still happy, happy day to them. Wow. You know? Where's International Father's Day? It's coming. It- <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? This time, this time, this time, this time. It's different with Peter and Chris. This time, this time, this time, this time. It's different. This time the podcast is is different. So I just want you to everybody to be prepared. Yeah. Okay. Sorry uh, about that. Sorry. Okay? Really sorry. It's it's changed this time. Uh, we have a wonderful guest uh, on today. Uh, sorry a cast about member that. that I yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about it, guys. Uh, it's a cast member on Twenty Two Minutes with me. Um, put your hands together. <laughs> just me, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I'm ready. Peter. I'm ready. I'm ready. For Abba Amakwondo! Yay! Hi! <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. Thank Hi. you for doing the podcast. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. And you're also, you have a podcast that I just did. Yeah. Called Nostalgique. So yes. And uh, we talked about old, the nostalgic things. Yeah. We, we talked about Our Lady Peace. Our Lady Peace. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I brought to the table. <laughs> and it was great. It was a great episode. Very funny. I like right before we recorded, I, I, you audibly were like, "I can't believe we're talking about Our Lady Peace." Today. <laughs> anyway, but there was just this period in my life in like grade five where I was listening to a lot of Canadian music, like um, Our Lady Peace, Nickelback, fucking Hinder. Are they Canadian? I think they are. Um, I've never even heard that did, name. Yeah, I actually yeah, haven't heard of them. Oh, Hinder. Think of Our Lady Peace, but more from like like London, Ontario, like something very decrepit about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to London, Ontario. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just <laughs> fire shots yeah, at you. Um, it's a good shout out. I got so to cut so Lady much P- out of this. <laughs> our Lady Peace reminds me of that time of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So That's we thought awesome. that maybe for this podcast, we could uh, sort of rip off your podcast a little bit. And because nice. and, talking about Our Lady Peace, I, like it did... Uh, bring up lots of childhood stories like yeah. I, that I just it just lodged them yes. out of my brain that's the and, thing like, that's why we love the, <laughs> the podcast it's so much fun like hearing about everyone's like childhood nonsense yeah I love yeah. that I love that but I wanted to I did want to ask or maybe we'll just start with this mm-hmm. is there a uh, a story that maybe because it's Mother's Day is there a story that your mother would tell <laughs> like if you got family or a dinner you're having a dinner party. Yeah. You've got guests over. Mm-hmm. Do you have a story that you can think of that is like the embarrassing story that your mother will tell oh all God. the time? Yes. Like, no matter who's listening, yes. they're ripping yes. on, <laughs> on you. <laughs> I, I could begin to give you some time because okay. I, okay. I had thought of it. So Start the one that always comes up, um, just checking if I'm recording, and, and I am, and it's all good. <laughs> Uh, it always comes up is like a story that my mom loves to tell about a time that I shit my pants. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, he was in first year university. <laughs> but she likes to tell it. And uh, we're walking through Beacon Hill Park, I believe, in in Victoria. And uh, we're at the petting zoo or something. And I'm wearing diapers still. I, I'm probably but old enough to talk right okay, yes um and old enough to have like attitude as well because um <laughs> my mom comes up and she sees me like by the fence or something and i'm like quietly like pushing one out i guess <laughs> just like just being private yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have but you have diaper face you have that face that i have kids diaper where face. they're like weirdly concentrating on something and she comes up and asks me um, if I'm, you know, pooing my pants currently, <laughs> and then I tell her to leave me alone, leave yeah. me alone, mommy, go look at the ducks, <laughs> go look at the ducks. I tell her to go over to a different section of the petting zoo and just take in the ducks for a second. Oh my God. <laughs> so like I said, I had attitude. Yes. I was pro- like a little kid from New York at some point. Go look at the ducks, Go look at the ducks. Why don't you go look at the fucking ducks, huh? Uh, take those in, hey, take I'm, those into your peepers, huh? I'm shitting here. <laughs> I'm shitting here. This don't concern you. Don't concern you. <laughs> uh, so that story sort of came up when, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't tell it on the podcast because I didn't want to tell a poo story. I was yes. like, we'll save this. We'll save this for yes. ours. Oh, so yeah, that's what yeah, she tells all the time. Do you, do you have one? Oh, my God. I, I think I do. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. I remember <laughs> one time in grade six or seven, I was like, I had just like began going through puberty. Um, and so it was like the first time I had started wearing a bra or something like that. It was like a training uh-huh. bra. And I remember I was <laughs> at my cousin's house and we were playing. It's like this weird age between me being like, okay, I guess I have to start being a girl and not playing sports and me really being yeah. competitive about sports. So like I'm dressed up all cute for this party because I'm a preteen and I start caring about those things. But also like I'm in the basement with a bunch of like truly 12 and 13 year olds playing like <laughs> competitive sports <laughs> and so for some reason the buckle of my training bra like snapped open and in the process of this got like lodged in the knit of my sweater and like ripped the sweater open so like there's like oh, a no. huge like oh, um uh, it's, what chaos. Do you call it? it's chaos there's like a huge <laughs> gap in um my sweater as i'm playing and my uncle comes downstairs and he's like taking pictures of us playing um, while this party's going on. And a few weeks later, my mom gets pictures, the pictures that we took, and everyone looks cute, everyone looks great. And then there's me, like 13-year-old me, like in the middle of like catching a ball. And my sweater is completely fucking split open. And you can see my little like grade eight boob hanging out. (laughs) My mom's like, how did no one clock this? And I was mortified. And my mom's like, oh, my God, no, it's okay. Like, no one noticed. But then when, like, a few weeks later when, like, that same family, uh, part of our family came over, my mom's like, the pictures are here. And she forgot to take the pictures out. Oh, no. (laughs) So everyone saw them. I don't know if this is, like, a problematic story. But it's truly the most mortifying thing that's ever happened to me. Of course. Everyone's, not only my little boob, but, like, also, like, my little, like, grade eight gut. I don't know if anyone was fat in elementary school. <laughs> great, <laughs> great eight gut. <laughs> I have like a gut from eating Dunkaroos and like <laughs> all that. Yeah, that's because yeah. Dunkaroos are rad. Yeah, it was a whole <laughs> amount, time. Yeah, I didn't have, I'm surprised though, mm. like that, um, yeah, the amount of Dunkaroos that I ingested in grade eight, like in my like <laughs> paper bag lunch, just the bullshit, like. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. Would, oh man, I like. My mom would make me like Pillsbury pizzas every day, and like two Pillsbury pizzas, <laughs> yeah, 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 and I would yeah. eat cold pizza almost every yes. day. Garbage. Just wrapped in foil. Just <laughs> because that's foil. all I would want. I didn't yeah. want like a nice, beautiful hand ham yeah. sandwich or something. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it reeks. <laughs> ham <laughs> sandwiches reek? bringing bringing a ham sandwich to school <laughs> yeah. with your ham sandwich in a lunchbox like. You put one ham sandwich in one lunchbox, it stinks forever. For real? Oh, my God. This is, like, next level. Because I know a lot of kids who, like, have, like, specific ethnic backgrounds, like, regardless of race, are like, I can't bring my babushka's, like, famous soup because kids in Vancouver don't know what it is. But this is, like, next level inter-ethnicity. Ham sandwich. (laughs) Us white kids had our ham sandwich. This is white on white crime that they were making fun of you for having a ham sandwich. (laughs) that's also yeah hey we had a tough too that that bread would stick right to the roof of your mouth that stuff was was so fragrant yeah you had to do (laughs) the ham was so fragrant you know what you're right though if you open like a package of like deli ham it always smells like a fart before it's bad like they're just that and there's a there's like yeah there's like a little part in your brain that's like Ooh, is that bad? Like, should I eat this? Yes. Like, they, Did like it go the bad? first whiff. Yeah, the first whiff, all your smell alarms go off, and you're yeah. like, chemicals, bad, yeah. chemicals bad, wrong, wrong. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, ah, the smell's gone now. It's probably fine. Fine to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just there eat was this. always something about like a, a kid who, and it's very nice meals. They'd get like leftover spaghetti or something in a yeah. Tupperware, but like look, having to look yes. at their leftover Tupperware, all all tomato saucy as mm-hmm. they put it back in their bag was there was nothing grosser to me yeah I, the amount of times i improperly closed a tupperware full of spaghetti and it just went 
all over my lunch bag and I didn't clean it up because I was yeah. in grade five. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's gonna suck for mom to clean later. <laughs> did you guys did you guys ever have experiences where like you found a really old sandwich in your backpack like after oh, a long time? <laughs> happened to me, but my cousin once was like we were in we were again in the basement hanging out and she was like, Hey, I wanna show you something and then went behind her couch pulled out her lunch bag and showed me the moldiest <laughs> sandwich in the world. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, I forgot to throw this out two oh, years ago. I want to see how long it'll go on for. I was like, "You're this is a biohazard. You're trying to kill yeah. your family. <laughs> and it's the, not something that'll conclude. It's no, now life. It exactly. is now a small ecosystem. Exactly. It's going to yeah, morph gonna go into away. a person. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in grade 12 and we could all like, we all had cars and would go out for lunch mm-hmm. all of a sudden now. Um, I I remember finding a McDonald's hamburger at the back of my locker no. um, from like, it, I was like, this must have been there the whole year. No. <laughs> but the worst part is it was fine. Oh, yeah. of course. There oh, was course nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I didn't eat it, but there was no mold. There never is. <laughs> there never is anything wrong with it. Like the Which, amount of times, yeah. sorry to cut you off, but the amount of times I've, I've been like in my dad's car and seen like a fry from the last time I was there like years ago is, it's all the time. It's disgusting. They always look yeah. the same. They don't shrivel or anything. It's disgusting. Okay. So, but, and here's my question though. Is that uh, A, like mm. dystopic and horrible and terrible and like a, tra- a modern tragedy that we eat that? Mm. Or is it B, a scientific miracle in feeding people <laughs> um, because like you go to a, you, we the first people we send to mars we're for sure sending them with mcdonald's oh that's true like <laughs> why wouldn't we it won't go moldy i feel like for poor people like i didn't grow up with a lot of money like that shit was a godsend oh my god like McDon- yes. it was the best yes it oh, doesn't yeah. go bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you could feed a whole family for, I don't know how much it was, probably like 10 bucks back Truly then. Truly 10 you know, Now it's more. Yeah. I remember but, they had yeah. that uh, burger deal at the time. There was mm-hmm. 49 cent hamburgers, 69 cent cheeseburgers. What? And when I was going to youth group, mm-hmm. uh, we would always <laughs> end youth group by going to McDonald's. Yes. Uh, of course. So been, you know, we all had cars again. You would go to <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> and just get bags of these burgers. Yeah. Just yeah. bags of them. They're so cheap. It was, it's it's really fucked how cheap everything was and i guess in in terms of today's like economy still is but mm-hmm. i feel i feel like rancid having to pay like six dollars for four chicken nuggets like, that's true i insane. don't understand the that's markup true on like, those nuggets that's paper this is paper yeah in, i think the, the nuggets it, yeah I think the markup is McDonald's know that everybody yeah. else we know that, like offers them so much cheaper exactly yeah Except for Dairy Queen. I mean, not to get into... No, wait, no, not Dairy Queen. A&W. A&W, yeah. You try to go up to chicken tenders at A&W, you're not getting out of there before you spent 30 bucks. You're putting a down payment on some fucking chicken. Yeah. You're putting like... a down payment. You have to get chicken tenders on layaway at exactly. A&W. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is a thing anymore. Is that yeah. nostalgic? Or do stores still do layaway? I, you know what? Layaway has morphed. It's um, millennialized. I coined that term. It's, oh, I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're ordering stuff, I was ordering something from Sephora the other night, and it was like, uh, you could nice. do five easy payments of $15.99. Um, this thing called like Zexby. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> essentially, it's like a payment plan. I guess it's oh. like, yeah, new layaway. I, I wonder if we're going to go full circle, like we're going to reinvent everything and we're going to be back to like buying homes from the brick. Like, you know, when they sold entire houses and you could like buy them and like assemble them. (laughs) That's going to be happening again pretty soon. I think so. (laughs) These trends always do come back around. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, And thanks, Chris, for asking. So my story. um... Um, sorry. Uh, okay, I'll ask Peter. Do you have? I mean, we have a guest here, so you know. I want to hear a story. Uh, we have a guest, but yes, Peter. Do you I have still, an embarrassing tale? I I mean, still maybe something equivalent of grade eight boob. I still thought we got a turn. <laughs> grade eight I have an I have an embarrassing grade eight boob story, but it's oh, nice. uh, but but my I don't think my mom would tell it. It was it's my okay. story that I tell. 
Does your mom listen to this? Would you be then giving her... My mom, uh, just she don't listen to me anymore. <laughs> she don't listen to me. <laughs> I talk too much. Okay, so must have been during when I was still in high school. Okay. I did the story, I did the play called The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, yes. which we all are somewhat familiar with, yeah. probably. Um, it, it has a number of characters in it, uh, but also has some other characters for uh, teens, for kids that uh, don't quite place into a role where they can actually like say a lot of lines okay. and stuff so you're like <laughs> for the bad okay. actors yeah yeah yeah. that's what i'm trying to say yeah so i was cast as aslan's second cat okay <laughs> so he's got he has a couple of cats in the story this cat um, twice removed <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> twice yeah, yeah i wasn't the first cat yeah oh that God. cat had some lines yeah, um, those were, those are great parts in the movie too. I loved that. <laughs> really memorable. Aslan's second, second cat. Second cat. Yeah, great lines. <laughs> and maybe it wasn't even in the script. Like maybe the 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 theater company was like trying to be in, like get more Inclusive? kids into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were like, let's make a role for this poor bastard. Yeah. So anyway, we get into it. I'm like, okay, well that's cool. I'll still be part of the big battle scenes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, and we then we find out what the costumes are, and they are skin tight, um, like spandex, gray uh, spandex. And I don't know much about clothing, but I do know that gray mm-hmm. is very good at like showing relief. Everything it it shows everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm wearing this okay. thing and wildly insecure about my body, yeah. um, but more insecure about my raging hormones and the <laughs> and the fact that it, backstage is a bunch of flirty girls and flirty yeah. boys who have no idea what's going on in their bodies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my fear mm-hmm. is that I'm and it's a very well-founded fear. My fear is that I'm going to get a boner while wearing this costume. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And again, uh, whatever the opposite of a shout out is to the costume designer who uh told me something to the effect of like, "Honey, you don't have anything to worry about." Kind okay. of a thing. <laughs> That's something they would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. What? Literally an adult <laughs> okay. telling however a 17 years old or whatever I oh, was. Oh wait, I just got what you said. <laughs> yeah, 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 I thought yeah. you meant like you don't have anything to worry about like nothing's like I reinforced the crotch nothing's gonna show no they were like they were like nobody's gonna see your tiny penis that's disgusting (laughs) who is that adult I'm fighting them (laughs) oh my god No one's gonna see was this in, in the person's oh, defense. In the person's okay. defense, I think yeah. that they were kind of thinking like, you, nobody gets a boner before going on stage because you're so nervous. Everything all is the blood like, is Ugh. in your head. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they didn't uh, suspect, or what they didn't know, is that uh, you know some of the uh, some of the folks in the play, the folks. <laughs> I'm a politician now. Uh, you know, ha- had taken a liking to me. We were crushing a little bit, and yeah. they're running okay. around in little like elf skirts and like everyone's just tickling each other yeah everyone's tickling each other and there's like a really stuff what is this theater school orgy (laughs) we're describing here (laughs) and and i remember there being a really comfy couch in the green room and i'm not i don't have a lot of scenes Mm -hmm. right so i'm sitting in the comfy couch most of the time just just getting our flirts on we're having good times i'm sitting down Mm -hmm. um and you know things start to happen right so i'm like okay i've got it i'm worried about this because I've, i spent a lot of time being relaxed which generates the perfect environment for a boner so <laughs> so i didn't know about the concept of like dance belts or whatever yeah um but i invented one uh my own so what i did was at home mm-hmm. i found the duct tape in the house and i it was actually kind of ingenious what i did i got a I mean, it wasn't. Okay, wait, I got, so you, yeah, you yeah. got a boner at the theater, yeah, yeah. and then you were like, I have to go home? No, 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 no. I'm, he- I'm, I'm doing a very, very bad job of telling the story. But what I'm trying to say is I was, you know, we're talking re- rehearsals. Like, we're this talking yeah. never like, happen again. Exactly. Yep. We're, talking, to- we're talking lead up to the okay. performance. Gotcha. I'm like, to work I've, it out. Yeah, like all the data shows that I regularly get boners. So I'm going with that data and not with what the lady says that like I'm going to not have to worry about it. So I go home, get the duct tape and uh, wire hangers. Okay. Okay. And I fold the wire hanger into sort of like a rebar like mesh shape 
shapeless shape, like uh-huh. just okay. nice, uh, just a nice pleasant curve. <laughs> a okay. smooth curve, okay. Yeah, and then I cover it in duct tape so as not to scratch my ding dong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this and then is I so place, intricate. Okay. And I place that into the, to the, to the underwear, like in front, basically just to kind of hold everything on a smoothed out shape. And I test that out a couple times. I'm looking at my tidy whities and I'm like, it looks smooth. It's got like a Ken doll vibe going on. This is <laughs> good. at home testing it out. I'm testing it out. <laughs> So I take the new mechanism that I've mm-hmm. just invented. Uh, I think I'm a genius, by the way. Uh, to the to the production, okay. the play <laughs> starts going. Hider. I made a boner hider. I made a dance belt or whatever it is that like t- holds everything down. However, mm-hmm. uh, now I kind of think like maybe I'm free to like ah, if I pop a boner, that's all good. I have a structure in place, so okay. I now have I feel safe. I feel yeah. protected yeah. Uh, against any boners. <laughs> And the thing is, I don't know how, like, I wish there was footage of it, but we're sitting on the couch. We're having a good time. One of the crushes is hanging out. Boner mm-hmm. ensues. That's fine. I don't have to worry. I've got the shape thing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the shape thing had bent on the couch into a, a sort of a shape. The boner had kind of, like, gone and filled the space. And then, you know, <laughs> you just it retracts because I'm about to go on stage. But what doesn't retract is now the shape that I've imprinted from sitting on the couch and bending it and like you know, just like working my way into it. So now I run out on stage and I forget what my line is, but my job in the mm. battle scene, oh also this is great. Uh, I didn't get to be in the battle scene. My job in the battle scene was to run out at first like there's the big battle happens right the 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 yeah. uh, the, the ice queen is that her name? I can't remember. She's like freezing everybody with her mm-hmm. magical powers. So my job is to run out and I think I say something like stay away from Aslan and then she freezes me okay. center stage like downstage center and I have to stay the whole battle in sort of like a thing like this like uh, ah. it's called in tableau. <laughs> You're in but tableau. It's not, no, but it's not tableau because everybody else is still fighting around me. But I was one of the first casualties of war, like frozen solid into an ice block. Mm-hmm. So normally I'm like frozen, kind of like in a growly cat position. But yeah. this time I was frozen in sort of like a hunched over, like I bent <laughs> over to try to hide the boner position. Well, I'm happy so you that just... you bent over to save yourself. I looked like a sickly cat you that came in half scrunched over, like nobody it. look at me. <laughs> And that, I think, is, that's irony, right? That's what the definition is right there, right? Isn't that it? Oh, I In order to hide your boner, you crafted something that, in fact, ended up looking like a boner. Yes. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? Yes, I really do think. (laughs) That's way more ironic than rain on a wedding day. Exactly. absolutely. Way more ironic. It's like a... A boner <laughs> in your high school play, <laughs> and you fashion a dance belt to hide that boner away. It's but then it comes out, and it highlights that boner. <laughs> then the, produ- the producer comes in. Those are lost lyrics. The producer comes in and is like, "All right, yeah, this is like the sh- the song's working pretty good. Um, we just have this one. There's this one stanza. We really which one I like. Let's target this one stanza for yep. removing mm-hmm. from the song. Maybe um, it's it's true to me. It's true to my life, and it's uh, it's, it's, it's for sure not true to your life. <laughs> I heard about it. I heard about it. Abba, did you you went to a theater school too, right? I went to the U of T's uh, theater school program. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was, was there a, a play that you you did? What was the high water mark of mm. of Abba's role, uh, the big role? In theater school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in theater school. Academically, or a role that I did while I was in school. Hmm. Both. Both. What's the What's the What's the better yeah. story for you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I I think the highlight of my oh man it's hard because the highlight of my theater school performances would definitely be when we did the Odd Couple and um I cos uh, I guess not cosplayed I just I played the characters um, as they were so I was yeah. dressed as a man and I had a New York accent. And it was very funny. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do. Um, and the highlight of my theater career while I was in school, but not like in the curriculum, I think was we did this. We did this play called In Conflict, which was. Yeah. A, a, have you ever heard of it? I 
um, gonna say yes, but then don't ask me any more questions. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I have. I went to theater school. Yeah, I can't remember who it was written by, but it's like a verbatim play. Um, Is that the verbatim play? Yeah, sorry, yeah, keep going. It's yeah, it's the verbatim play <laughs> called Inf Conflict. <laughs> um, and it's about uh, soldiers who had returned from fighting various wars, just talking about how much they had been let down, the lies that they had been sold by the government and stuff. Um, it really dramatic, really, but it was like the most fun play I've ever done, despite being the most horrific in terms of content. It's like yes. when we weren't bawling our eyes out and being like the PTSD. It's like we were like <laughs> dancing and like making vines because like vine was still a thing. Vine was big. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, that must be like because there's probably a lot of catharsis not to get too into it. But like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you're spending that whole time like diving really deep, you yes. come out of it into a new like into a great happiness. So that must yeah. have been a roller coaster. <laughs> it's definitely. I think it's a thing where your mind kind of also naturally is like, OK, enough. <laughs> we yeah, don't want to be yeah, depressed. Yeah. 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 thinking now of the plays that we did outside of the curriculum mm-hmm. like there was a thing that peter and i had it was called satco which is the student oh, okay. or alternative theater company alternative okay cool so they would just sort of give you the space after after school and you could nice. put on any play mm-hmm. oh, but, that's amazing. man like some of the ones that people were tackling were i mean like there's one called bent which is basically oh, yeah. it's a uh, Bent is yeah. by, uh, uh, by Martin Sherman, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> a great, great playwright. Uh, but it's about the Holocaust, and we were all just like, just diving in on yeah. this one. And <laughs> what, uh, is, what is it about? I was Peter playing School? like a Nazi SS officer and just like diving in. Yeah. I think Peter, you were in that too, weren't you? I was also a Nazi. Now uh, let me explain <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, explain yourself quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the play, I was a Nazi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love to go back in time and watch that play and mm-hmm. be like, because like I don't know how many of we us were had all like a, acting so hard, acting so God, hard, and what was our thing. what was our personal <laughs> connection to the story is the thing. Not to say that we have to have one, but yeah. it is a little bit like dressing up. Yes. You know, like, like, didn't they have it so bad? Here's yeah. our play about that. And there's a part of me that's like, I'd love to go back and see what the teachers thought of us if they yes. just thought, like, the term edgelord comes to mind. Like, we were all just a bunch of edgelords, <laughs> yeah. just, like, trying to put on the most, like, traumatic play we could well, think of. that's the thing. It's such a weird... I feel like theater school very much scams you into thinking, like, the most fucked up thing you can think totally. is the most authentic. Yes. I remember we had this movement teacher... Um, fuck her. I hope she's not working anymore. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here um, we go. I, oh, I fucking hate this lady. I remember yes. I'm a very like naturally like happy, jovial yeah. person as much as like I complain and have an attitude like, <laughs> you know, like I, I do have a, 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 a happy outlook on life generally. And I feel like at the time in theater school, I had a lot of friends and I was making a lot of connections. So when I walked into class, like I was excited to do work. I wasn't performing any type of emotions as ABBA. I was genuinely happy and authentically happy to be there. And this movement teacher, I remember one time we were having a conversation about emotion and movement work. And um, uh, she looked directly at me during this conversation and goes, Uh I don't know, I just find it incredibly impossible to perform happiness. I think it's so hard to get into and people who can do it very easily maybe performing a bit essentially like implying that one's like natural demeanor should be like depressed or sad and i remember going off and probably using like unnecessarily big words and being like well i'm just like this way like that's that was the thesis this is my truth this is my truth um but there was that energy around theater school where like we'd be doing these canadian plays where it was like and the girl was raped and killed and those were like that was the first paragraph opening paragraph horrible trauma nonsense yeah we're like yeah doing like a judith thompson play or something i think Mm -hmm. it was the crack walker or something and yeah like looking back i was like i would not want to see footage of myself (laughs) i was like that was offensive (laughs) thank you thank you yeah i think like i think also just young actors i don't know if you guys have ever seen this this tweet but it's like um you know when you're in high school and you're really into theater and you're tackling these really adult characters and you have to psych your 12 year old brain into being like 
I have an alcohol addiction. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. now I'm going to take my sip of brandy. Like, <laughs> brandy. It's yeah. so cringy. Oh, no. It's keep it like, away. Keep, keep it away. It's probably like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Remember, like, the first time I did a, a really felt like we we're in acting class. It's like, you know, it's it's we're all just mm-hmm. performing little plays for the other 12 people in the room and then the, getting critiqued but we we're doing streetcar named desire and this was yeah. the first time i felt like i was so nervous and mm-hmm. i was acting so hard that once the scene was done i was like shaking a bit and people were like are you okay that was really that was really good. i love it i love and I was it like and i was just like leaning into it like yeah no no it's just like a lot you know it's so uh. embarrassing and i was just doing full brando i was I watched the Brando movie. Yeah. I watched Streetcar, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, talking to him, just like, uh, you left the phone off the hook, Blanche. <laughs> tiger, tiger, drop the bottle top, or whatever that line is. I have no idea what that line is in that. You were just movie. doing the weird. performance. You left oh the phone God. off the hook. And, and <laughs> so wait, powerful was, stuff. That kind of felt a little bit like Jay Baruchel. <laughs> yeah. well. you were so going Jay into Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Yeah, Stiller, Stiller, <laughs> uh, come on out, I gotta apologize, I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. but, and I, and I realize that the lesson to take home from all this is yeah. that, like, we should probably try to, try to, like, stay within our lived experiences more to, to yes. bring things, but also acting is, is the whole thing of, like, exploring those places. Mm-hmm. However, another thought is... What I want to see now are very poorly cast versions of classic movies, but yes. I want to see like a full production of one. Yes. I, <laughs> I would love I, to watch that. I love shit like that. Um, but I also <laughs> I also feel like if you were to look back in my like um, acting career in university, everything I did was like horribly miscast. I remember yeah. one time I was in, is it, the, it's, I think it was the 12th night. No, not the 12th night. Yes, the 12th night where... Um, the gender swap happens. I don't remember if yeah. it's not Shakespeare. Yeah. And I, I played um what's her name? The older lady. Was it it wasn't Ophelia? I can't. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't um, Ophelia. Not Ophelia. Amanda uh <laughs> I know this from the movies that are recreated because that one is Ten Things I Hate About You, I think. Were you about to say Amanda Bynes? That's um she's a man. No, she's the man is Amanda. She's a man Bynes, is and is Amanda Bynes. Right. So I played right. <laughs> I played the girl that had a crush on Amanda Bynes. Okay. And nice. thought that she was cis in the movie. So right. basically, I there's this line in it where it's like, gaze upon my milky complexion or something. And I had to say that line. <laughs> I had to be like, gaze upon my white skin. Like, what the fuck? I was like, what the is this? Gaze upon my beautiful my, white, my white, 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 white skin. <laughs> you should have made me somebody else. Like, it was yeah. insane. It was very funny. <laughs> or, and then, or, or just like adapt just like, the line, but I yeah. guess you're not allowed or you're something. You're allowed I to. Guess you're, it's yeah. Shakespeare. It must not be adapted. Apparently. Don't change it. <laughs> don't touch it. This is perfect. one of the best plays ever written. He had don't perfect you, don't views. You... He wasn't problematic in any way. Leave no. him alone. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, no, he wasn't problematic when he cast a black man as the abuser um, in a play that he wrote. <laughs> yeah. um, but is, don't you guys feel like it's an asset to have like this acting background and like this really cringe past of like having to yeah. be in theater school Absolutely. but now doing comedy it's like you have an awareness of that type of embarrassment so oh. you're less likely to repeat it well one lesson mm-hmm. i remember from our vocal teacher i think she mm-hmm. had us all like crawl around on the floor and bark like dogs yes. and, and <laughs> Me she, too. yeah okay so everybody does this so exercise yeah right and it is so lame but the <laughs> lesson behind it was actually a good point which is like if you want to be an actor like yeah. you're gonna be and and she was she was bang on right she's like yes. some of the auditions you're gonna get if you go for especially like film and tv stuff is gonna yes. be borderline actually probably not even borderline full-on degrading degrading and, and yeah. abuse yeah <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, like, and you've got to be able to like dispose of that shame and go exactly. there. And exactly. it's like, oh, that helps yeah, for anybody comedy will for sure. be. You'll, you'll play a dog at some point in your life. Like, I promise you. I promise yeah. you, you will be a dog someday. And then like first yeah. improv scene in my first class, I uh, bark like a dog. I offer up that I'm a dog. And you're like, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Hey, okay, so the prophecy was true. Was I've right. been a dog. Yeah. Self-fulfilling, but every new <laughs> scene where somebody plays a dog just goes like, 
Oh my God, a talking dog. dog. <laughs> and then it's just that yeah. every time. Yeah. Do you? I don't know if it happens in Toronto improv, but do you guys mm. do the arm wave too when you're like when the when the person running the lights isn't calling the scene? So you're just like, <laughs> okay. Right. You're still all right. Let's, like, bring, yeah, let's bring this down. Let's bring the lights hard. down on let's, this. That's, that's enough. Yeah. Oh my God, a talking dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've been kibbles and bits. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thanks There's for watching. There's some moves in improv that are legitimately just sort of rude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The two people are talking, and then you're just like, out, and you out. I have another. I have a new idea. Out, clap, get out. Go. I hate seeing Go. that shit so much. I hate yeah. clap tag outs. I hate clap tag. I hate it. I hate. I hate tag outs in general. I Freeze. never tag out. Stop. Well, you're Stop. doing a, two people are doing a scene and one person just runs right in front yeah. of it and like that's actually over that scene you were working on it's you actually done because you have because I've ran in front of it exactly and like, then oh, that, yeah shut up shut up shut up yeah and then, that, and then that person always starts the scene with I was the I was the city's top detective yes I'm the strongest man in the world some fucking nonsense every yeah. time <laughs> like that scene was. Well, that scene was going somewhere. It's not fantasy time. Why did right? you do that? It's so weird. When I was in conservatory, there was always this guy who would never let scenes breathe. And I yeah. feel like for the most part, when people went and like wiped a scene, it was like um, they were doing the performance a service. Like your scene is bombing hard as your friend. I see that it's ended. I'm going to try and find a joke <laughs> yeah. to wipe on. But other than yeah. that, like, you know, um, but there was this one guy who would always be like the scene is over right before <laughs> the punchline of the joke uh. every time and it wasn't sabotage he like as soon as a scene was breathing a bit or like a joke was like getting to the punchline he mistook that as like hesitation because we didn't know what we were doing right he's like really scared yeah. <laughs> yeah so he uses the one like the tool in his kit that's like uh, taking the power just exactly. like ah, it's done it's done <laughs> Bail immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I funny. guess, like, do we, it sounds like we don't miss improv. Do we miss it? Like, have we? <laughs> I never liked, I'll, I'll say it. I never liked doing improv. And the only reason I did it is because everyone said I should. But I know. Improv, improv skates this fine line of being entertainment or being self-congratulatory. Like, yes. if you're yeah. Cause you, you and you don't you have no idea when you're walking into it unless you yes. know the people and are friends with them. But that's Thank still you. kind of self-congratulatory. Thank if you're you. going to exactly. see your friends do stand up, you're going to watch your friends yeah. hang out. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. To, when I moved to Toronto, like mm -hmm. that's when I really started doing improv more. I mean, like mm -hmm. sort of on the way out of Vancouver as well with with Peter there. But like mm -hmm. it was just a way to make friends. Yeah, and, and it's a good, like, great way to make friends. And now yeah. I'm kind of like, do I do I miss it, though? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't well, know. Before the pandemic <laughs> happened, I was in conservatory. Yeah. And I had made, honestly, my conservatory group was like the best group of people in the entire world. Like we were really close, but we also had really great um, chemistry with each other. So our scenes always went well. Um, but it was very much this thing where like in the middle of um, the lockdown that happened last year, I was like, oh my God, I miss them so much. <laughs> And then, like, yeah. recently, last month, like, I saw a post from one of them, and I was like, oh, my God, I remember you. Like, <laughs> like there's, yeah. like, this complete dissociation that's happened with me where when I see their post now, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember this person exists, but I still don't want to do improv. I don't, yeah, I don't... <laughs> but I'm still done with it. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm so done with it. For anybody it. not familiar, Conservatory is uh, a Second City yeah. Conservatory. <laughs> Sorry, that's that was the... a bit inside baseball. Comedy. No, not really. It's a... Uh... I, I mean, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I, if I can throw yeah. out one defense of improv. Yes. Sure. This would be my, yes. this would be my, this is my defense of it. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I'll use a sports analogy, but I don't know anything about sports. Yeah. I'm sort of the opposite of both of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of like professional soccer. Yeah. Whoa. And how I'm everybody lost. loves playing soccer as well. It's very, very popular sport to play amateurly is what I'm saying. Yes, yes. And what I, I think the yes. problem with improv is, is we're now, we're trying to charge people to come see the like field games that friends yeah. are playing. Yeah. And we've forgotten, because like when you go see good improv, I've seen some improv where it's like there's a group, I forget who their name is, they they created and they spoke in iambic pentameter and they would improvise oh, yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah you remember this group? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And it's great, like, yeah. so they, it's a magic trick and they show, they build all the assets, like the elements are mm -hmm. going to use in the piece, like out on a whiteboard or something like that. And then you watch them seamlessly weave a thing together, mm -hmm. ending each scene with like a, a, whatever you call that, a rhyming couplet yes. and, and speaking. And, I make, and it's like, 
the professional like when you mm-hmm. go see a good improv show yes. it's like magic it's because crazy. they're actually using they're not improvising jokes yeah. they're improvising they're using like they're they're doing the sport professionally yes i yes. think is exactly. is my defense of it yeah the problem exactly. is i think we people like this guy right here mm-hmm. flooded the market with just like five dollar <laughs> shows where it's like come watch me play well, soccer behind the co-op it's also like a thing of like you want to rehearse i feel like everyone thinks like you can't rehearse improv but you can right, re- just show up yeah or you just show up but it's like you need to do it over and over again with the same group in order to get like a rhythm or like yes you know. um, yeah and I guess with that in mind, you have to have an audience sometimes. Honestly, there are so many $5, fucking $2 pay with a kiss shows I've been to where it's like, <laughs> initially I thought I was walking into a bunch of friends just having a circle jerk, but yeah. it ended up being like a really fun show because they, it's more un, like there are no inhibitions. It's like, we're just practicing. We're just being stupid. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say that like when I, got serious about improv because I had to. I was able to like dif- differentiate between good improv and bad improv. I yeah. think that's the issue. If a lot of people first going into improv just think it's all the same. But after I saw like Matt Foliet and like Essie, oh my God, I can't remember her last name. Um, but she's very funny. Um, and even like a Jonas Charlie, after I saw them perform, I was like, oh God, like this has to be good sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're all chasing that high. We're like exactly. trying to get yeah. yeah. See, so was the audience probably. <laughs> They're like, yes. come on, be one of those shows. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Blow my mind. I paid with a kiss for this. <laughs> <laughs> Who um growing up, did you have any like um do you have a moment where you're like, I want to do comedy when you were growing up? Like was there like Absolutely. a uh, uh, uh I like to call them like the like the superhero moment. The like, superhero. Oh gosh, I must. I have a calling. Yes, <laughs> the Spider-Man moment where I'm like, there's stuff coming out of my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm what? Sticky. I, I love that term, except for the sticky part. <laughs> what is, Abba, what is your Spider-Man moment? My, spi- yeah. my Spider-Man moment? Um, so growing up, I my family's always been really funny. And like all my friends have been incredibly funny. Because I think it's a thing where when you're a kid... Um, and you're not like super pretty, like <laughs> you're like, I'll work on my personality. <laughs> so, <laughs> I gotta be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. I was a really nerdy, nerdy kid who was also gender queer and didn't know. So I yep. relied on comedy heavily. Um, and so basically I, my entire life though, I was also very awkward. So I was like, I can never do comedy professionally because people are just gonna feel bad for me. So I never took it seriously until I one day started watching um, Comedy Central um, stand-up um, segments. Um, they'd have them like every Saturday and it'd be like really classic comedians um, like Wanda Sykes, but then like a lot of newer comedians. Um, and I was just like obsessed like with this form of storytelling. And I was obsessed with the fact that like one person was garnering a lot of attention. <laughs> Because <laughs> up until then, I had only done like, you know, you're like, yeah. there it is. And I'm like, I want to be a star. And even then, though, I was like, oh, I can't do this. Um, I'm basically because I was like, I'm not a man. I thought it, like it was a, a man thing, like only guys could do stand up. Um, then I started watching SNL and I saw Maya Rudolph. Um, and Amy Poehler and stuff. And I was like, yeah. holy fuck, I have to do this. It was after I saw, it was after I saw, um, uh, threw it on the ground, I think. It was after I saw oh, Lonely the- Island performing. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I threw I was, it on the, on the ground. ground. My dad is not a cell phone. That's my favorite <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. It was at that moment. I was like, my dad is not a cell phone. Hmm, I can write something as stupid as that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that the silly, I love that the silly is your inspiration, especially like love Maya Rudolph silly. too. Like, yes. I think she was kind of like an expert at the, at the off key silly, the like. Oh my God. Like, she's what? so what? great. Yes. She's so great at like an off key silly. And then she's also really good at like, um, I love, I love that she has like a really great, like facial comedy. Yes. Like yeah. knowledge. Like sometimes she'll move her mouth a certain way and I like cry. Yeah. Like she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those early SNL, like, I mean, a lot of the Lonely Island for yes. sure mm-hmm. made me go like, oh, man, comedy yeah. could be uh, just playing uh, Imogen Heap over and over. As, like, you <laughs> shoot each Dear other. sister. Like, oh, God. Good sketch. That was a good <laughs> sketch, though. <laughs> so stupid. So like, oh, yeah. wow. It doesn't have to be like, so like, 
yes. classic sketch is that you set it up and you yes. escalate it three times. The yes. character <laughs> learns something and then they have a down moment. And yeah. Then, and then you make the same joke you did at the that's beginning again. Is. And that's, that's a sketch. Well, that's the, well, that's the thing. Like all the sketch comedy and like comedy in general, I had seen until then was like very like set up, set up, set up, yeah. execute, set up, set up. And so it yeah. was like very. I knew the pattern, but I also knew that you had to be smart and words had to, the words had to be very specific and da 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 da. So seeing like the Lonely Island just take everyday isms and nonsense and then do the stupidest thing with it was like, it really informed what I find funny now because like I'm a huge fan of like um. Um, like I think you should leave and like um, oh. Sam oh, yeah. um, Richardson and comedians yeah. like that. Yeah, Detroiters type thing. Yes, Detroit. yeah, I love it, Detroiters yeah. too. It's a great show. It's it's uh it, it's it must be wild. I can't imagine what they feel like. And I don't know if they actually believe this or not. But like how mm. much modern comedy they kind of it's created, crazy. even just with threw it on the ground. We yes. were all like, that's what comedy is now. And now yeah. it's like it's we're flooded the market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's created well, an entire yeah. generation like that i think totally yeah. yeah and i yeah i feel like that i think you should leave has definitely um uh, created a type of new sketch as well yeah like yeah. where everybody's absolutely it's sort of an, a sketch inverted like yes. a normal sketch would have one wacky character yes and then other people <laughs> going like what's this guy doing yeah and then i think now you it's... should leave is like everybody's wacky yeah. and yeah. one person's like what's happening <laughs> what's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but then somehow yeah. we're not supposed to relate to the one character who's like what's happening that, <laughs> we're supposed to relate to one crazy. of the wacky characters it's yeah. crazy how that works and i feel like i feel like growing up my parents really love stand-up they really love comedy as well but they grew up with like like classics like they love like fucking like steve harvey and like Cedric the entertainer and like some more and like you know southern kings of comedy and stuff like that um so i feel like the moment i discovered comedy like that that's like very offbeat um it made sense and like i was like oh you can do this professionally because up until then that kind of comedy was uh, like either on the internet on youtube yeah. Yeah. or on a shitty MTV reality show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That That's you couldn't right. watch unless it was on cable. So yeah, it wasn't valuable. Like the Lonely Island valuable. was doing the boo, and exactly. and that was garbage. So it was on the internet. But you're like, no, this is web series. This is like <laughs> I, the first web series. The first Very web series. Shameful exactly. moment. I mm. remember watching the boo, mm -hmm. and this is, and then being like, I'm gonna record uh, one called the VI, like Vancouver Island, mm -hmm. and. I pretty much just did shot for shot what this the boo was. Find the footage. Sorry, sort of thinking like release uh, just the totally tapes. passing it off as yeah. my own and like playing it at like this coffee house, being like I've made this sketch. I'm like I just feel fully, fully plagiarized their work. Did anyone and call you out? Yes, of course I got called out, and I very much heavily. That's where university mm. learning lessons that you yes. can't steal. Abba, did you throw yes. up a self-produced? Did you throw, like, what was your first, you yes. know, I created this piece. Did you do one as a kid oh, or are we talking? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So as a kid, I didn't really do, like I, I didn't have the access to any resources really to do anything fun. Um, so oh. my friends and I would do incredibly stupid fucking YouTube videos. Yes. Um, <laughs> where they might still be up. I think so, unfortunately. And we did one called um, The Crazy Test, where you answer, it's like an interview series, and you have to answer all these questions. And if you get specific answers right, you're crazy or whatever. And so we recorded <laughs> that. We recorded a bunch of videos for contests. We were big into that because, like, kids were still reading magazines and, like, looking on the back of, like, fucking milk cartons. Um, <laughs> and companies would have those, like, competitions that are like, oh, give us your best whatever yes. impression and we'll give you a box of cereal for a year. Or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's um, so funny. Well, I did a lot of, I, d I did a lot of those. Yeah. Can you please, can you please see if you can find them? And then I, let us, and I'm yeah, gonna, we'll, we'll put the link them. in the description. We're going to be like, yeah. I'll say that I can't believe I'm admitting this. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> this was the age of parody in like 2006, 2007, where all these parody movies were coming out and everyone yeah. was spoofing everything on YouTube. So I was big into spoofs as well. And I made a spoof of um, Twilight 
and it got banned on YouTube. It got banned. People reported it because I made it comedic. Like all the spoofs of Twilight on uh, YouTube. I guess they weren't spoofs. They were like re revisionings of Twilight. Yeah, what do you call yeah. those? Like it fanfic. Was like fanfic. It was like fanfic. Like, oh, Bella actually becomes a vampire earlier or whatever. And mine was like, <laughs> Bella gets an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then YouTube was like, we've got to get this person out, out of here. here. Oh no, these feminists. <laughs> they are not right for this platform, says they YouTube. To, uh, yeah. Before people start taking that as Twilight canon, we have yeah. to get, get, get her out. What if uh, the Twilight lady herself was like, was like, no, not allowed. It was her. She, she yeah. tapped the She copy strikes it. Yeah. Like enough. 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 This is not what YouTube is for. YouTube is not for commentary or weird, weird videos. Yes. Get this out of here. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we're going to launch into a little quick lightning okay. round. Nice. I'm in, in sort of like um, in, a, in a nod to, to your podcast, Nostalgic, I'm going to ask you what was the first song that you downloaded illegally oh. off of like Napster or. or LimeWire. Actually, okay. what platform did you download it on? That's a, that's a better one too. I was platform I was, and song. I was a LimeWire kid. Always okay, yeah. LimeWire. Didn't learn how to torrent until I was in my teens. Um, yeah. And the first song was probably like "I Don't Dance" off this Twilight. Uh, the fuck off of the High School Musical soundtrack. High School Musical Two. I don't dance. <laughs> that's oh, the best. Yeah. That one, yes. <laughs> I don't dance. I know you can. Not no chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's the so best I forgot about high school how did i forget about high school musical yeah, high school you musical can't was huge it was crazy yeah. big yeah oh zach efron's big debut his big debut now he's got his it job. online yeah everybody's <laughs> freaking out about his face now everyone is dragging <laughs> the poor guy oh god i feel really bad for him like, the cycle continues yeah it's also I looked at that photo and I was of his, I guess, quote unquote, new jaw. And yeah. I was kind of like, um, it also kind of looks like he just sort of is aging. Exactly. Like he's getting older. Right. Yes. And his face <laughs> is getting know. puffier. Like yeah. he's getting older. Um, but it's, I think he said that he did it because after he did his nature show, people were like, what happened to your face? Because he's getting older. Um, and yeah. he made it worse, and I feel bad for him. <laughs> oh, so he did, f f like, get some yeah. work done. He said, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that he'd come out saying that. Yeah, I sort of got like a, a Rob Lowjaw now, I guess. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> as soon as you get, like, that big in that industry, it probably chews you up and spits you out immediately. Oh, for <laughs> like, it's sure. probably a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People fell in love with him when he was a teen. Like, of course his face <laughs> is going to change. Yeah. <laughs> when are we gonna oh anyway uh, this is supposed to be the lightning round yeah, but I'm like, well, at, some point, at some point we're gonna be like oh we fell in love with him when he was a teen yeah. <laughs> we're gonna like, be like the point of the lightning round is to you know ask a quick question that uh <laughs> promotes conversation and yes we've talked about zach efron now yeah. and it's, it's beautiful it's gorgeous yeah. but this is a brand new lightning round question okay. i'm gonna test it out okay. uh i think this is gonna maybe be one of our best uh, lightning round questions. Okay. I would like you to uh, rant a, a little bit about your most hated emoji. What's the worst emoji and uh, you hate seeing it? Uh, the worst That's emoji. Question. Everybody can answer. Okay. We'll do one. Okay, 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 okay. The <laughs> worst Chris emoji. Chris has one. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Uh, the emoji that I hate the most is... Um, Hmm. Fuck, someone go, I, someone else go. I can go first. I'll <laughs> go, first, go first because this was... Let me look through was, my emojis. Uh, I saw that one and that made me think of this question. The little guy that's smiling uh, when he's got little blushy cheeks. Yeah. I'm like, you get him. If you put in, if you type into your phone, thankful or yeah. something, you get that little guy. And he's like, it just sounds like he's going, mm, mm. every time I see his stupid little face, I, I hear him going, mm. Uh, mine, mine is uh, when they change the guns into water guns. Yeah. I want my guns back. You <laughs> can't even find a water gun anymore at all. They took what? water guns. I think water too? guns gone too. That's so stupid. Maybe. Let me type in water gun. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, so as you yeah, know, it's what? not there. It's gone. Okay, here's Abba's. Here's Abba's. As somebody who honestly has been very logged on for a long time, I I love every single emoji like they're my children. Uh, I, I simply I, ha I must admit I simply am an e-girl but I really 
<laughs> really, really, really dislike the emoji that's like um the oh, fuck. How do I explain it? It's like the smiling. I'll show you. It's like the smiling emoji, but it's the one with the long eyes. So you know how there are several different smiling emojis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's this one. And its eyes are long. You see how they're oh, yes. oh, eyes are long? Why the, the fuck are his eyes. eyes so long? What the fuck is going on there? Why are they long? Why when does he when do people's eyes become long? That's so weird. Sorta of looks like you can look at yeah, show that one again. Yeah. Just hold it up. Because it looks like you could also see it as his eyes have popped out and there's just empty sockets. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> well they all have like holes for eyes, but like it's they're just so long. Yeah, yeah, look at it as like holes for eyes. I can you put a can you can you put a more like a normal I one next to it. I one, yes. I want to see. The, I want to compare them. So, the, oh wait, there might be only one that has normal eyes, and it's the shocked look guy. He's got little beady like eyes, round. right? So, do you see? Do you see? There's so it's the exact same smile. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy is a fucking asshole. This guy is normal. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah what's the difference of expression there why do you need yeah. that well there are two different ones like, you know I, what? that's wild that's good. i've never even that's, noticed that it's that's a, a good one it's yeah. a good hate yeah. it's a good one i love it yeah. good Peter, uh i'd like to hear your hated emoji the guns the i want guns. The, guns back. the guns back oh right i want I violent violent representation because... of guns right 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 it I, doesn't I, make I, sense I skipped that... over it they turn it into a water gun why not just take it away it doesn't make well i guess they did eventually they did they you straight up can't I, I wonder if you can even have a bomb anymore. No, there's a bomb. Yeah. I love that. It's a cartoon yeah. bomb, though. A little circle like with acne. A wick. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, love exactly. that, uh, I love that cell phones are like, we did it. Yeah. We fixed we it. We solved it. We don't need policy. That's no up. guns in our phones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Children will continue to die. Like. Yeah. Your move, rest of the world. Yeah. We did our part. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, um that that was those are my lightning questions for this round. Yep. I'd say that good that was a, a really nice episode. Very yeah, fun. Very a good fun. walk down some memory lane through mm -hmm. theater school and, and a then a solid two on question improv. lightning round at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well lightning if it's a true lightning round, it should be one question because yes. lightning doesn't two questions is lightning doesn't strike twice yeah right? you should You're just right. yeah it, really the lightning round should just be you scream really loud at us one, really quickly one quick question yeah, yeah. and it's really loud and then you don't listen for the answer you just end the podcast <laughs> That's it. it just finishes yeah <laughs> uh, Abbott, do you have anything you'd want to uh plug out to our 40 50 listeners <laughs> no you have more than that i don't know Danny. i don't check anymore no well I <laughs> it's was... best not to check it's best not to ever look i I think it's, it's steadily growing. <laughs> when I was when I was listening the other day, I saw that you guys had an Amazon Prime commercial, and I think you have to have a specific number of listeners for that. So Ooh, I didn't happy. know that we're promoting Amazon on our. <laughs> you guys are evil. Oh, no, it was it was promoting it was promoting um Amaz the not the Prime um a movie that's on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so, I know, isn't it fucked that we can't consent to what ads are on? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I remember clicking some boxes being like, which ads do you want on it? Yeah. And I was definitely remember clicking more TV movies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's we okay. tend to talk okay, about then. it. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't know it was coming all through Amazon Prime. <laughs> Now you're pissed. No, it's, it's I'm pissed. <laughs> this service that I secretly use and don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, if you're listening right now, go and check your bank statements. You might have like gotten Amazon Prime uh, fucking four years ago before you knew how they were treating their workers, and you're probably still paying for Amazon Prime. So go go check and delete it. Cancel that. Cancel it. Cancel, Cancel that. that shit. This podcast has been brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> Get your products delivered to you and don't ask any more questions, you son of a bitch. You like cheap clothes? We've got the cheapest clothes. Don't ask how we make them. Amazon, delivered to you by a just a guy. I don't know. Is he does he work for the company? I don't know. He drives up in his car or van, pulls it out, throws it on your door. Amazon. Amazon. Have a happy day. I want to plug Nostalgic. It's also yeah. on the Sonar Network. Um, you can get it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, it was featured in The Vulture and Toronto Star. And Huge. I hope, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I host it with uh, Ben Sosa Wright. 
Um, it's produced with um, Aiden Lachlan. And yeah, we just talk about uh, pop stars from our past that we stand. Chris has been on it. Peter's going to be on it next. And we're going to talk about more old school stuff. Yeah, and I want to be on it. Yeah, it's going to be it's fun. fun. It was a fun podcast. Yeah. And follow me on Twitter at A-B-A-Q-U-A-N. This time, this time, this time, this time is different with Peter and Chris. This time, this time, this time, this time is different. This one's for you. <laughs> okay, here's mine. It's going to be more in like the, the Fremulon territory. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Ship's nasty. <laughs> I kind of like that as a production company. <laughs> Ship's nasty is a great one. Um, okay. Um, are those my grade eight boobies? <laughs> <laughs> that was just yes. a picture, but with a big sensor bar right <laughs> yeah, over. That's horrible. That's awesome. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Oops! Drop the podcast. What if people liked and also subscribed? I think we're just down here to kill time.